Hello and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or hell, it's good to be back. Welcome back. You know, I've got to change it up. It's 2023. Yeah, it's always, always good to be back. It means we, we survived yeah. another week. And, uh, yeah. Apparently, looking at my notifications, I have not backed up for uh, a lot of days, but that just popped up. But that's just, you know, whatever. I mean, that's a thing. Who needs redundant data? Computers don't <sighs> crash, you know. They never crash. Don't even, don't even, don't even fucking say that. I mean, if you leave him outside in a rainstorm. Oh my God, I knew. How I did know. I know we weren't going to go here? Well, it's okay. I mean, if you you know you kill your device, you can just uh, you can return it, so they can harvest its innards and reuse some of the materials. We'll get to that. I mean, we can talk about the recessa Annie shit that I did to the iPad, which. Okay, listeners, before we started recording tonight, I was all happy. I wrote a note on my iPad because it's what I like to do, which I haven't used in months because it's been drying in a rice field of a rainstorm, whatever. Um, But it, it appears to be working. It appears to be back. And I immediately, as I was folding up my laptop and bringing it out to the studio and had all my equipment in one spot, um, knocked a beverage over onto everything because that's, you know, not apropos. I mean, and it, it happens from time to time, but yeah, you'd think you'd, you'd learned, you'd have learned the lesson that, uh, <laughs> fluids and electronics so ex- don't mix, <laughs> but um, apparently you're trying so f- to reinvent the wheel here. I was just so fucking excited. I was like screenshotting you. Like, look, I can write on it. It's working again. The thing works. You know? Yeah. It's two months, two months. You've just stared at the, you've been disciplined though. You've been disciplined. Dan, Dan left his iPad out in a, in a thunderstorm. Um, Underneath a table. In, in, a, wicker, in a, case. a wicker table. <laughs> a wicker table. Well, it had, yeah, it had a piece of glass on top. Okay. Yeah. It was sideways rain. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So long, it was been a long two, fucking day. Two, two and a half months, I think, it, it set um drying out. The thing's back to life. He's I thought thinking, I had it. How's the I, screen? Does the screen work or do you have a you have some banding issues still? Okay. For the listeners, I have two little stripes. That's it. Two little stripes. So you know, initially, like three weeks later, it came back on, worked for about 30 seconds, and then the whole thing was just banded, like, looked like a TV that had blown up. Um, now I'm down to two little stripes at the very bottom. Now, note to super users that are trying to do this, I had saved it, it came back, I put the case back on it, and for whatever reason, it got really upset again, so I, I completely, it's, it's been naked. It's been a, like a naturalist iPad for a while. Yeah, Just that's good, out. that's good that it's working. Yeah. That's all that matters. Right? Oh my God, yeah. No, no data oh lost. Oof. A little bit of corruption with the screen, and well, better. Tiny, I sent you the screenshot, it looks good. Yeah, no, yeah. all things considered. It's not an not an inexpensive secondary device, so not this one. Glad, no. glad you could revive it and bring it back to moderately good health. Yeah, and glad my um, you know, 
spilling beverage on my equipment as I was walking out here didn't just set me into a whatever. But here we are. Yeah, that's that a, make, let's, that's the shit day. that happens when you're podcasting. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I mean, that's so. what happens when you're podcasting. <laughs> With you. Hey, With that, you, I might remind that's, you. Nah, that's why we, I recorded we a separate location here. now. I can't share oh, that you're, table. Oh, you're scared yet. to come over here. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, the computer. I'm not. My computer over is. Yeah, it just doesn't want to function. Oh fuck you! Over here in Fancy Land, our computers are like on pivot tables that are set. I'm trying to look like three inches above, so you can read them above your mics. It's actually kind of bougie, I think. It's not I mean, too shabby. Sort of yeah. yeah, it's, it's not bad. We it's, get we get so extra terribly ergonomic. And, yeah, it, I won't say it's ergonomic because you know when you're when you're doing a thing, you actually have to sit properly. You know, there's something to that. Um, not that everybody's like, what the hell are they talking about? We're talking about podcasting. I have like one, two, three, four, four screens in this studio right now. And boom, booms with no mics on them other than the one mic I'm talking into. Um, it's, it's not shabby in here. We've done some big, we've done some big interviews in here with some folks. It's been kind of fun. But to video it sometime. Yeah, at some point we, we attempted that once and the, it kind of worked out. Somebody fucked it up. Well, yeah, you, somebody, you, somebody, didn't, you somebody didn't join the meeting face. on his side, so you know <laughs> there was there was. That's no, how you're going to play this, right? There was no so video folks, for, for you. the yeah. for the listeners. That basically what happened was Brandon had a forward facing camera, so as he was staring down, trying to do all of the important things he does, like run the you know acoustics and whatever the fuck you run on your computer, it was just basically forty minutes of him frustratingly typing into the computer because you know that's that's the story i'm sticking with i mean i, I have we could see we could see otherwise. everybody we could see everybody like on the massive huge screen we have and other stuff and it just it felt like stuff was working but you know it's you try a thing once and you don't put it out there put the audio out there i mean again we got we got we got video of everybody but you yeah again the blame the blame it's okay when when old people and technology intersect, things tend to go wrong. So, listen, I, <laughs> but here in the studio, everything is higher than my beverage, so we're good. We're good because you know I talk with my hands sometimes. We can except get kind of riled dog, up yeah. over here, except for well, I mean, the dog. except for his tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you know, Teddy's good. Teddy's good. So what's new? What are we talking about? We're talking about. Um, Bringing things back. Right? I mean, are we are we talking about bringing things back? Like the disco? Recycling. We're going to talk about recycling. We're teeing the thing up. It might. It, we're going to probably turn this into a two-part because there's a really good, good thing we need to dive into, which we'll touch on. Maybe we have enough time. Um, and then we just kind of wanted to... You know, talk about where this started and where we are. And, you know, what do you think? I mean, sounds good to me, right? Well, here's the, what's your first rec recollection of recycling, quite honestly? Oh, shit, I don't know. I remember my, my grandparents, <coughs> I distinctly said my dad's side of the family, the extended family was rather large. Um, and I would remember 
we'd all get together for, you know, cookouts at Granny and Gramps' house, and they had, uh, they had one of those can crushers back in the day. I mean, this is like early 90s, probably, maybe late okay. 80s even, yeah. And so, you know, all the, uh, what was the soda? It was, uh, uh, Barks, like Barks cream soda they used to buy a ton of. I don't know, we, we, we drank the hell out of it as kids. And Coca-Cola. Is this like an Ohio thing? I, I guess so, yeah, I don't know. And uh, But I, re- I remember, like, you know, you'd finish your soda, and then you had to go out to the garage and use the can crusher and, and drop it in the recycling bin. That's probably the first first recollection. Yeah, I can't off the top of my head. I don't think we ever had a can crusher. I don't know. I lived in Canada at the time. I don't think recycling was really a thing. Other than, you know, I'll pay homage to, you know, the greatest generation. Because I I do remember, like, my grandparents' place. You You didn't throw anything away. Like, they had a ball of twine. They had a ball of elastic bands. You know, they'd, they'd lived through the Second World War, right? So they just knew to, like, this stuff's valuable. Like, we just... Well, yeah, they lived through know, the Great they, Depression, more, more importantly, I think, is where a lot of yeah. that came from. It's just, you, you, never, you, know, you never knew if you were going to be able to get anything else. So, yeah, hold, so I hold guess on it's more it, like just a reuse. Yeah. yeah. And I still, to this day, I'm not that, you know, I'm not that effective, but, you know, I'll come home and I'll be like, oh, there's an elastic band around this thing or, you know, a string around this thing and I'll toss it into a drawer. And occasionally we'll reuse it. Well, with the elastic bands, like quite often. But, yeah, it's kind of bizarre. And then, I don't know, did we just forget to, <laughs> like, save this? Like, ah, it's all free. I'll just make more of it. It just shows up. I mean... I I don't I don't know I don't know I mean my my best understanding of this is that there was sort of a, a couple of different things going on where people started to notice like this is maybe way too much waste that we're throwing out and then an industry got involved and then you know a logo got invented love it or hate it and then it was all fine as long as you put it in this box on your street right right so that's been that it. it for folks around the world um, that are not here in the United States, or maybe certain states, um, there's a box. I have a box. You put shit in the box, and apparently that's your recycling box. It makes you feel good. Now, it kind of blows my mind that the recycling box is a tenth of the size of everything else you throw out. Which, Well, sure, yeah. I, yeah. I Hell, these days, I'm, I'm, I'm half convinced it all just goes to the landfill anyway, and it's just there to make you feel good. Well, we'll get to that. It, and it doesn't, actually. I've got some, I've got some interesting things here um, we can come back to. But, you know, just the idea. Like, the, the, the box is the same fucking size, right, as the first recycling box I ever saw years ago. But the waste bins that towns and municipalities give you they have seemed to grow in they, they they've they've grown they're not like the old timey like waste bins these are like 70 80 gallon waste bins and then the recycling bin is like it's tiny 
It seems like... Yeah, it's like a, you know, shoebox. Wrong message. For a clown. Wrong message. Yeah, I, that, just uh, swap them. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there are only certain things that are really beneficial to recycle anyway, so I, 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 I get it. I get it. Like, we well, can't, you know, can't, can't recycle at all. And a lot of it produces more waste or is energy, ridiculously if, more expensive yeah, yeah, yeah. in financial or energy costs than just making new virgin materials. Um, so as long as I we're mean, a land of you, consumers, if you, if you, if you, <laughs> we're just going to have to keep on making stuff. Well, and industries get subsidized, and so it keeps it cheaper, so then you don't do it. Yeah, 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 we can get that. Mm, All right, is it really break, cheaper right if back. it's subsidized? Well, want to take a break? We'll come back. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Cheers. We'll be right back, folks. back from a quick break you know had to look up a bunch of tabs and read a bunch of shit yeah, you gotta do so what you gotta do, do from time to time right yeah so summary here right I, i'm gonna go and i'm it just just so folks know to listen to 14 questions pulled up a thing brief history of recycling all right but this is a this is basically a guest blog that's courtesy of american disposal services so Again, it's not written by an author. It's not written by his correspondent. So take it, if you will, and we'll put it into that category. Industry. But I, I, I still, I don't think it's that bad of a snapshot of when recycling started. Right? I mean, I, it definitely I it provides over. some insight, yeah. Yeah, chucked it over to you. So... First recycling was like the ninth century. Ninth century in Japan. Yeah, it was a while, while back. Yeah. A while back there. A little bit. Recycling paper. Which yeah, is a basically, good thing. as good soon on. as they've. Yeah, they, once they figured out how to make it, they're like, well, you know, but maybe it's a we good can, thing for them. I don't we know. We can unmake it and like, remake it, right? <laughs> Yeah, the, whole point, the whole fucking the whole fucking point of paper is to like, you know, preserve things. And yeah, it's not here or there. I mean, that's not the only point of paper. So it's like you're, you you give paper to your kids and they draw silly pictures and you don't want to keep them to embarrass them years later or tell them what they did when they're like little children. So you just recycle it and give it to. The, I, I mean, whatever. I, I mean, know. yeah, or you you know use it to wipe and flush it. I don't know. I don't have kids. I don't, I don't. I don't understand any of that. No, I don't know which is worse. Like, they didn't mention toilet paper. I don't think they had toilet paper. We covered. We did a whole <laughs> fucking podcast on this. Like, they didn't have fucking toilet paper back then. And you're, yeah. Anyhow, sixteen ninety. A mill in Philadelphia starts re recycling linen and cotton rags. That's kind of cool. I guess maybe they were just washing them. I don't know. 
yeah, who knows? I don't know if they were like breaking them down and their components and like, I don't know. I wasn't around in 1690, so. And of course, and, and I wouldn't be World caught War dead II. in Philadelphia. No, I'm kidding. It's Philadelphia is <laughs> a great town. Correct. Yeah, let's get some more hate email over here. Just kidding. We like Philadelphia. It's got a bell that's not recycled. Well, yeah. Anyhow, 1960s. No, they, sorry, they World didn't War throw II. It out I almost skipped broke, over. So. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> well, fair, <laughs> fair enough, right? Yeah. So. World War II sees a massive universal collection campaign, right? So th this is just extraordinary because th this, this is a thing. I'm going to read this sentence, and I just want everybody to close their eyes, and you're not going to hear this sentence, I don't think, for a while. All Americans were on board, and most were excited to help the aid of the troops by conserving and recycling. Which, which Imagine part, fucking yeah. that. All, all Americans on board? Yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen gonna... these days. Sorry. Sorry. But uh, definitely yeah. not going to happen. So this is where we started. This is how it began. If we can do a how it began, how it's going, folks, we're going to get there because we're going to play a sound clip. So... A big thing happens, and then curbside, right? If I'm following this right, Rand, if you're following this right. So they mm -hmm. start doing curbside in the 60s, right? These things start popping up. And then greater emphasis going into the 70s. So a whole fucking decade goes by, and, and everybody's like, oh, there's there's these little curbside -y things going on, and we're actually doing things like yard waste and metal and paper and, you know, whatever, there's sort of a thing happening, right? And now there's a now in the 70s, there's a greater emphasis on the green movements, right? It's Plural. a beautiful thing, yeah. All, all the flower yeah. children. Correct. First Earth Day, April 22, 1970. This is when they first went woke, I guess. Because... You know, but they, they were sneaky woke back then because, you know, they actually fixed things like the fucking ozone layer that had a hole in it, you know, in the 80s, right? So we had a whole other fucking decade going into another decade, right? Yeah. That was still like, oh, my God, we're, we're, we're overdoing shit. We need to save some trees. Maybe, you know, we should do some stuff. Um, you know, the EPA was around then. You know, we create these things, you know, things like clean air and shit, you know, because people should probably have clean air. I mean, that's I don't know. I'm, right? Right. I mean, I don't know. You know, sometime in the 80s, I think we started fixing a thing and then, you know, hairspray went away and we saved the ozone layer and the earth didn't burn to like a solid little thing that was just a burning star for another universe somewhere. And then, you know, you get a lot of these things. This is, people, I'll remind the listeners, this is state by state at this point in time. I'll jump over here and do some uh, congressional reference of some laws. But I think going into the 90s, I don't know. When do you think this happened? When do you, when, when do you want to play the clip of the music that we have? 90s or 2000s to today? I mean, Were we still good in the 90s? I mean, we were kind of good in the 90s, because I remember in the 90s, like, 
it, it, it was almost kind of silly. Do you remember like at, um, at like grocery <coughs> stores and in parking lots, they, they had like the, the rainbow trash mm. bins. You know what I'm talking about? Where there are like eight or nine different units. So there's like the green one for this and there's a blue one for this and a purple yeah, one for this and an yeah. orange one for this and a yellow one for this. And you were supposed to like just gather up all of your trash at the house, drive it somewhere else and, and sort it into the, uh, the appropriate bins at one point in time. And, you know, that was kind of difficult and uh, required a lot of work. And, you know, there was a real famous guy that said a thing or something about it. Um, it's not easy being green. Yeah, and they, I mean, totally different context, right? But, uh, yeah, it was, it was difficult. And then there was, a, there was a time, I remember a time, when you could just put all your recycling together, and then they would sort it. Right. Um, those days are long, right. long behind us. So and there's so many yeah. restrictions, you know, you got to, you know, cans here, cardboard here, certain types of paper, not allowed plastics, you know, back and forth, up and down, inside out. The rules are always changing when it comes to recycling. No, it seems absolutely bizarre, which is kind of why I wanted to like cover cover a little bit of this or like, you know, put a put a toe in the water because you know, if I jump over the the like any kind of congressional legislation, right? Clean Air Act of like 1963, so apparently in 63 it was a good idea to have clean air somewhere in the 80s we, you know, saved the planet from, you know, a burning abyss. But everything seems to like stick to this original act or they try to there's been no to my understanding like nothing else that says you know there's a requirement of x y or z to i mean again it's probably going to be a two-part if not three-part kind of thing because in europe right now there's some regulations being passed and they want to like you know basically say well as a as a manufacturer if you put x y and z out there you know we're going to make you not not a referencing the thing I'm talking off the top of my head, I'm paraphrasing, we're going to make you aware that you may also have to go get some of whatever you do back, which isn't the worst idea. There might be a way to thread that needle, right? Definitely. Definitely. Um, Worst approaches that could be had. Correct. And then then I've heard different things. I mean, you, you you can get on whatever you know, streaming videos and this and that and the other. And, you know, they talk about the the recycling thing, the 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 guy that was trying to win the whatever he was trying to win that came up with the three arrows. You know, I think this article references that. Oh, yeah, that. The, the, the chasing arrows logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in the 70s, I think, when that first came to light. Like the universal and then all of a sudden. Symbol now for yeah. recycling, yeah. Well, and it kind of got abused, right? They just stamped it like, oh, cool. I could just stamp it on everything. Everything's recyclable. Everything's biodegradable. Well, I mean, yeah, but does that mean they actually fucking do it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Is that step one? I don't know. It's it's bizarre to me. Yeah, and I'm, as it is to me as well. So, I mean, if we jump into another thing, right, so... You know, let's break it down. So I, I did a quick thing, and I'm like, okay, who who actually gets this stuff right? Which country? 
And apparently Germany leads everybody. Interesting, I mean, the, yeah. I can't, yeah, 66.1% of all that's waste. Now that's all that's waste. So I don't know what that's, in, I don't, I mean, there's like waste is a big category. Um, is is reused, recycled, right? Yeah. Apparently, here it cites it as a the key was a no nonsense government policy, you know, of Germans getting on board. Well, you know, hey y'all, we we stopped hairspray. We told you to stop hairspray. We saved the planet from burning and turning into a star and you know floating away in the galaxy. <laughs> always, um, always a good thing. I'm, always a good thing. I'm not sure where we lost our way. <laughs> over here in the United States. Or did because, we ever have it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, arguably, I think so for a hot second. Um, but some of these countries, overall ratings are like, you know, nearly 50%, depending year to year, this and that and the other. The U.S. has an overall recycling rate of 35%. On average, I'm not really sure. And I'm just throwing that statistic out there because it's a thing that came up. Um I would love to dive down that rabbit hole and see, like, I don't really feel like 35% of the shit that goes to the curb at our particular dwelling. Yeah, I, I, I mean. That seems like a bit much, right? <clears throat> well, okay. I'll give you a perfect example. You know, they're really good in, 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 in the town, you know, I live in, because you and I live in two different towns, weirdly enough. Yeah, I mean, fair um, enough. Pretty right? close by, though. I'll hand it to this town, every bit of yard waste, right? Waste meaning it's not waste. Every bit of leaves, branches, whatever I take out there, guarantee you, because of the equipment they use in the big trucks, that is very important stuff for them, you know, for, for whatever reason. Like somebody really wants that stuff and they, they yeah. compost okay. it or, 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 you know, mill it up and put it into like wood chips for people to spread around their houses or whatever. So that's a huge component about what the, what the actual household is putting out. Now, as of late, and I think we covered this in a podcast too, I think they're probably, the, the cardboard is probably getting done really well. But my understanding is when it comes to things like plastic or glass, specifically plastic, that kind of floats up and down depending on the cost of oil. Because that's the you know the component used in creating plastic. So when prices of oil go up, recycling of plastic gets happy, and then vice versa. My understanding, but what do I know? Yeah, hard to say. I don't, I don't follow. Yeah, I don't follow too much of the recycling stuff. You know, I I, I throw my recycling in the recycling bin, and then it, it leaves. Um. So, to where? Again, probably all goes to the dump at this point. <laughs> you know, like, go ahead and sort it. It's sort of pre-sorted, though. Yeah, I mean, sort of pre-sorted, I guess. I don't know. Sort of, sort of, sort of, sort of pre-sorted. Well, I would say sort of, sort of pre-sorted. I've seen some stupid shit in recycling <laughs> containers, and then I've seen some like really responsible stuff, right? Yeah, that's fair. I think it would be helpful. I think it would be helpful for folks to know 
And I'm just I'm just throwing that out. And, and it's very regional, right? Like, how do they sort this stuff? Because I've seen all sorts of different ways, right? Conveyor belts that vibrate, you know, so glass and plastic fall off at a different zone, you know, because you throw all this shit in a box and you're like, well, how do they actually do this? Is it hand sorted? I mean, you know, I've seen that. I mean... I would like to actually know, like maybe, maybe, maybe the place to start here is just give me the waste management company that's in charge. Show me what it looks like on your end, which would probably fucking terrify me. <laughs> right. But then I'll be like, oh, I get that. So that's why you don't want me putting this shit with this shit. It's really fucking your machine up. I mean, there seems to be a bit of a disconnect or something here with like how this is all done because it seems very bits and pieces them yeah, yeah I think everybody I mean, does, does it differently too you know so we're we've come a long way but we have a long way to go right I mean you, you're not wrong yeah I mean in, into this I got to reference this article because I actually had to enter my email because you know they can't do a thing to like let people that just do podcasts they want to like market to me personally whatever i'm not going to go on that rant for a second but um sarah gibbons right published january 17th 2023 eight minute read it's a pretty good article why you're recycling doesn't always get recycled and this is in um national geographic um, which is a pretty good source for stuff yeah and they I mean, they, 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 they run work they, over there they, yeah, they they run the they run the gamut from plastic bags to dirty pizza boxes to utensils to you know other shit you think you can throw out there and it's it's actually worth a read to understand a little bit about maybe what I was just bitching about which you know yeah you know it gets you know and and then they get into percentages right thirty two percent of our trash gets recycled seems it seems pretty good it's not great it's pretty good. Um, and then about 6% of plastic. So that's on the low end. And that's everything from plastic bottles to IV drips. I guess that's okay. Um, produced in the United States. Yeah, produced in the United States in 2021 was recycled. Um, you know, according to Greenpeace. So, you know, it's a Greenpeace report. So it's hard to be green. Um, you know, so... Green people, green peas, they struggle. But it's nice that they get this information. I'm just being facetious because, you know, apparently being green is bad, you know, for some people. I yeah, mean, according to the fraud. <laughs> right. He didn't say it's bad. He said it's just not easy. You know, right. Some, He'd rather some, be sometimes, wet, you red, know, you got to make, make sacrifices. <laughs> apparently, we do the best with paper. A lot of our paper. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, paper, relatively easy to break down and reform versus like (laughs) aluminum and plastics and whatnot, because we have so many different types of plastics and, you know, I I can imagine paper, they just the head started in the night, right? Well, in paper, they start in the ninth fucking century. So, you know, what did we start plastic? It wasn't the ninth century. I'll tell you that. Now, I'm going to go Nine. out on a limb and say it was uh, much more recently than that, right? Yeah. So, 
I, I would love to go into this this kind of incredible. It's kind of like okay, this is a really interesting thing to look into. There's a company out there, um, you know, depending how you look at it, half full, half empty, but and depending what you believe, but they look like they're doing a really good job when it comes to a particular type of material that they recycle. And I think it's because they got very specific, but I don't think we have enough time. I think we need to go like to part to part two, you know, we circle back about recycling to dive into that and maybe one other thing where there's been some really interesting successes. Yeah. So far been like in the industry, be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like people that actually grabbed hold of a thing for no other reason other than they didn't want to, re- they, it wasn't necessarily my, my takeaway from this particular thing is they didn't want to like, oh, we, we need to like, you know, re-envision recycling. It was just like, why can't we just take this one fucking thing and turn it into this? And it's it's a pretty incredible story. So maybe we'll we'll grab that one and a couple of more things, you know, congressional law and some other stuff and maybe some other great example and, and do a do a part part two of this. Yeah, that doesn't sound unreasonable so. to kind of highlight highlight yeah. some of the, the biggest successes and, and perhaps some of the, the most massive failures. Uh, oh, we'll find a few of those. Yeah, I'm sure we will, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some really interesting, actually, if you start looking at that side of it, just for the interest in, of being complete and probably has some entertainment value, if nothing else, right? Correct. So, yeah, maybe we'll, t- we'll tee it up and do, and we'll, we'll dig in. We'll, we'll, we'll dig in a little further, folks, and get back to you. So, Sounds good to me. You want to yeah. leave it there? Yeah, I think that's a good place to uh, jump off. All right. Till next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Podcasts.